This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And we are... Watching a new streaming service once again. It's HBO Max. Okay, so explain to me the difference. I have between... no idea. Okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> I'm I'm on a text chain with three of my friends, and we were all trying to find someone who had the password, and none of us knew what the difference was between HBO, HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO Max. I don't even think those are four separate things anymore, but I don't know what's what. (laughs) Yeah. That seems so odd. Why would you have so many different like avenues? Yeah. I think why make it so confusing? (laughs) It's so confusing. HBO go, I think is for watching their programming like after it's aired. Okay. HBO now is like, you know, live television. HBO max is a streaming service that also has that you, where you can also see their uh, their TV shows? Like, I don't know. Are there shows that are just for HBO Max? Yes, I think so. Why are they doing that? I don't know. And if you have an HBO subscription, do you automatically have a HBO Max? Yes, I think. So why are you making it more difficult? I don't know. Because I think it's 15 a month if you don't have anything else. So it must give you access to everything. Oh, all right. Which is, you know, not cheap, right. but HBO has a pretty good catalog, as we often talk about. Yeah. I guess that that's... Uh, all right. I guess that does make sense, because not everybody has cable. Right. So, this is like... Yeah, if you're doing piecemeal stuff, and you have like only whatever, Netflix or Hulu or Amazon, right? and then you really love a bunch of HBO shows, then shell out another $15 a month. But... I don't know why they would do 15. I don't know. I guess we'll see if the model works out. I mean, this is me saying this and judging this, having done no research. Oh, also, I think that we already, I think Lovecraft Country was HBO Max. Yeah, but we were able to watch that on YouTube. Yes, they put the first episode on YouTube. Right. Just as like a, hey, people should watch this show. Right. Um, And that's where we watched it. Is it HBO Max or was it HBO? And since it's an HBO show, it's on HBO Max as well. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody from HBO, please reach out to us. They should think of like another name, like something like Quibi. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Quibi. Um. <laughs> so, okay, so this is interesting. So this is like produced and made just for HBO Max. I believe so. So, hmm, I don't know if that. <laughs> Well, we can get into talking about it. I don't know if that means like, you know, like they've got a good track record, HBO. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So you're wondering if that holds true. What the hell happened is what I'm wondering. (laughs) Oh, okay. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Uh, Should we do, we're just a couple of dopes who watch TV, but there's also important stuff happening in the world? Yes. Okay. 
Hey everybody, this is our segment. We're just a couple of dopes who watch TV, but there's also important stuff happening in the world. Um, if you're interested in going back to check out our previous editions of this, you can follow the hashtag WJCWWTVBTAISHW. I actually think I missed a letter in there. Yeah. Um, but if you go to our Instagram account, you'll, you'll find it. Um, and so we're highlighting the United Way of the Mid Willamette Valley who are at the front lines of fighting the wildfires there right now. Obviously, this has been big news over the last week. Elizabeth, one of your cousins, was just evacuated tonight. Yeah. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully everyone his, is... His pictures were crazy. Like, I've just never seen... Yeah. Like, you see those pictures on the news, but he's standing there with his selfie, and the, the sky was, like, neon orange. Yeah. Like, how it, hot must it have been? Like, I can't even imagine. It was crazy. So it's like really devastating. Yeah. Um, there are a couple other ways you can go through Red Cross and earmark your dollars for that area. Um, but United Way of the Mid Willamette Valley uh, seems to be one that a lot of people are pointing others towards if you want to uh, support monetarily, if, if you're not in that area and can't volunteer or donate goods. So shall we get into Raised by Wolves? Let's do it. This is a science fiction show that is EP'd by, <laughs> by Ridley Scott. Uh, and the first two episodes were directed by Ridley Scott as well. Are you what? familiar with his work? Have we done a Ridley Scott show before? I don't think a show. He d- uh, directed Alien. Oh, okay. Blade Runner, Prometheus, Gladiator, The Martian... Uh, I mean, like a shit ton Everything. of really well-known movies uh, and well-respected movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think, I mean, I saw the original Alien movie like 25 years ago. It's been so long. I don't remember anything about it really. Um, but that's like still held in really high regard as like a yeah. horror sci-fi classic um, Blade Runner 2. I know some of the sequels, like there was all these Alien movies and then mm-hmm. in the 2000s there was like prometheus and these prequels of which i think i saw one and i think like some of them are well regarded and others are not so much okay but i, I don't really know which which is which um is that sigourney weaver yes okay yeah um it also has uh travis fimmel in it who was the lead in vikings on the history channel okay which was like a massive hit and I'm sure is history channel's biggest ratings boon ever in, their, yeah. in the history of that channel. He's been in like a couple movies. I think he left that show like after four seasons or something to go star in movies. Mm-hmm. I think he's only been in like one or two that, I, that I've like seen advertised. So who was he in this? He was the male, <laughs> the, the only guy in the, in the show really. Oh, okay, okay. With, with like, kind of like the weird accent with the beard who came and survived at the end, even though she tried to kill him. We're, we're really getting into spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we start the show, and there is some narration from a young boy. And we see, like, a nuclear bomb going off on Earth. And he's saying, like, we knew that no matter what happened, mother and father would keep us safe. And you see this ship entering this, like, planet's atmosphere it looks like a desert planet Mm -hmm. but then 
you know, we see some greenery and trees and stuff growing and it crashes precariously over this like circular pit. And at first I was like, what a dramatic way to start. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like lost in space did some crap like this too. Yeah. But the only things on board are these two AIs and it never really felt like they were in any danger at all. It was just like almost comic relief right? in a way. So it didn't bother me in this case. Yeah. So they walk and they enter this valley and they set up a tent like really, really quickly. And I think you said like, hey, we need that for the beach. Yes. The pop-up tent <laughs> the pop-up was amazing. Tent. <laughs> uh, and then, so it, it's a, a male AI and a female AI, if you can even give AIs genders. That's one of my first notes because I was like, I wrote, they seem very asexual. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, because they are. Are robots, basically. <laughs> Not people. Hold, hold on, let me get. And, but they do commence fertilization with the woman, mother. The, their, mother, Their names yeah. are father and mother. Right. And so there's these six tubes that go into this androgynous torso, basically. Right. And sometime later, we don't know, we cut away and father is snipping these tubes and in these little gel cubes are six babies human babies tiny tiny yeah really little and the youngest isn't breathing and so they're supposed to like break it down for food for the others but mother wants to hold it and so she holds it and presses it against her chest and she's like starts humming something and the baby starts to cry Mm -hmm. and so they name that baby after their creator campion and so years later, the kids are four or five years old, and they have like a little, almost a village set up. They have these structures built out of stone, and they're farming crops. And one of the young girls wanders off one day, falls into one of the holes, and dies. Mm-hmm. And so they have a burial for her. And then we flash forward to four years later, and only two children are left. All the other children have died. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're still getting narration from the boy. It looks like the, like the kids are becoming sick and unwell. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. see kids coughing. And he's saying in the narration, like, you know, he doesn't blame his parents for what happened. As we see the girl coughing as the mother is telling two of them a story. And, you know, the boy is interrupts and, like, asks, how can we help her? Like, mm-hmm. can, we, can we pray? Whatever. And the AIs are very anti-prayer. Right. They're atheists. They are raising the children to be atheists. And, and they're like very strict about that. Very strict about it, yeah. You, you make your decisions based on science and logic, not on, right. not on prayer. And she says, you know, only science can help her now. And he's like, well, it didn't help the others. Right. Um, and so that, that child dies as well. And they start to bury her. And her brother is crying. And the mother tries to comfort him, saying, you know, you're strong. You're going to make it as like some white liquid drips from her nose. And she says, I'm just overloaded. You know, keep, we got to keep going. Later, she speaks to the boy in the sister's voice. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, I thought you had skipped that, but I'm guessing that happened. So that happened after? I think it happens right after. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, that was creepy. And then even changes her appearance to look like her for a second. Right. Right. She's like, does this help? Like, basically, like, I yeah. felt like that was like her, um, like she didn't even know she could do that, and then she just like turns into right. It was creepy. Uh, father sees something in the night sky, like something that looks kind of like a spaceship, and so he tells Campion that it's the rest of the human race. They finally got to this planet, mm-hmm. 
the people on board that ship are the winners of the war that happened on Earth. The father and mother AI were built by the losers and sent off to try to like reestablish their population. Mm-hmm. But father says, you know, listen, they're going to take you. You're a strong boy who has knowledge of the planet. They'll take care of you. Um, but we can't tell mother until it's too late for her to do anything about it. Because he knows she's not going to want to send yeah, off her like, son, her last child, to go with uh, these people. It's interesting how, like, strong-willed she is. She's AI, but, like, she also has, like, feelings for her kids. But, yeah. like, not enough feelings to really comfort them. And the <laughs> kid's, like, asking for prayer as, like, a comfort. And she's... yeah. You know, also, I think we're also seeing this as she's breaking down and she's becoming like such a bitch <laughs> and like kind of like freaking me out a little bit in her breaking down. So kind like, of. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Wait until a couple scenes from now. Yeah. Um, so he's going to go down to their ship, which fell into this hole and signal to them. Um, but the boy's like, you know, what What about the snake creatures at, at, at some point? During like a montage, they find this like skeleton of like a big snake creature. Mm-hmm. They just they find like the jawbones and some vertebrae, but it's clear like these holes were made by these yeah. snake things. And the father says, "Don't worry, they're extinct." But while he's going down, he finds a shed skin, which I assume means at some point we're going to see these see giant these. snake yeah. creatures. Uh, but the rope is fraying, and so you know they'll try again tomorrow. It's too dangerous. Campion wants to go down by himself, but uh, father won't let him. Then Mother has a vision of flying over this city as it's being attacked and bombed. You know, she turns into like this brass like crazy version of herself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like very sci-fi. Yes. Like very heavy sci-fi. <laughs> and then when she wakes up, she finds out that Father was trying to go down to this uh, ship to signal the other humans. And so they get into a fight and she ends up killing him. And... The next day, the boy is looking for father, and mother says, you know, he had to shut down, and we threw him into the pit because he's radioactive after his function ceases, so we had to get him out of the area. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he wasn't he wasn't breaking Liar. down. I was, yeah. And then, like, the, the kid kind of knows the mom is acting weird. Yeah. And he's like, you know. But he w- it's still his mom. Right, right. Um, so he says, you know, father wasn't breaking down. I was with him yesterday, but she is breaking down, mm-hmm. and... Campion helps her inside to rest, and when she like shuts down a little bit, he goes down into the hole, goes into the ship, and presses something that seems to respond. Right. But then the ship starts up, and he like leaves just as it crashes further down into the hole. So now the mom is like really losing it, quote unquote, yeah, whatever that equivalent is, and she like crashes down in the sand. The boy finds her and sleeps with her there, and when they awake, three men are approaching their camp. Marcus, who's played by Travis Fimmel, and two other guys, and an android as well. So three humans and an android. And so basically, the war on Earth was these this religious sect who, mm-hmm. I mean, it was basically Christianity, right? Don't they? I don't remember what they said about it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they call their ship Heaven. Okay. Which is like a, a little bit obvious right. of a choice. <laughs> um and they almost had on things like they were like Knights of the Crusade. Yeah. Even though this is set in some distant future, they had like white capes on and like sigils on their chest and like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Mother is pretending to be human and is like asking them to leave. And 
they end up staying the night. And as soon as she like walks away, uh, Marcus is like, okay, obviously she's an Android. Right. That was actually, that was pretty funny actually. <laughs> like it was this big, a big plot of hers. Like I'm going right. to pretend to be a human and then we'll do this. Yeah. And, like, you know, the way she acts is like so clear. Yeah, she's not human. Tell. Yeah. And so these guys form a plan that they will take the boy and bring him back to the ship. One of them even thinks he's part of a prophecy. Um, mm. I, I forgot I, that. Yeah, I forget the details of it. Like, you know, the savior will be found alone on whatever in a desert, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they say, you know, if, if the mother android gives us any trouble, our android will deal with her. And so that ends up happening. He tries to take the kid. The mo- mother comes out and the two AI get into it. But that maternal instinct kicks in <laughs> and she beats the other android and walks out of the tent and as Marcus is running away, he screams, don't look at her. And so he and Campion like shut their eyes, but she screams and like her eyes glow. And this like, I don't know, some kind of sonic blast comes out of her mouth. And the other two guys, they have their faces just like melted off, melted off and they drop, drop to the ground dead. Mm-hmm. And so Marcus is like fucking booking it out of there now. Right. And she turns into this like bronze version of herself and floats up into the air and flies towards his ship. Uh, knocks him out, steals the ship, and disguises herself as him. And so she goes up to this ship called the Ark, and they also call it Heaven. And as soon as she gets on board, she starts doing the screaming thing. And yeah. every, every time she does it, people just like combust. Right. They just like, like blood splatters. They just disappear into like a few strands of blood, like spraying against the walls. And it's like, it's so off putting, like the whole like scream. I mean, I know that that's the point. Yeah. But it's just like this. <laughs> like it's. Oh God. And you're watching her do it. It is so creepy. It's the, it's so creepy. It is. I have mixed feelings about the show, but like, I think they nailed what they were going for with that. Yeah. Like she was supposed yes, to be. I agree with that. Completely unhinged and homicidal. And totally. She fucking nailed it. and so she goes into like the control room like kills all the commanders of the ship except for one dude who she needs his uh eye scan to oh yeah uh command the ship to self-destruct and like crash into the planet because it won't do it otherwise and so she just peels off this guy's eyelid and sticks his head down and gives the command to crash the ship into the planet and so as we see her landing Next to Campion, the, this gigantic ship crashes into the planet. You see, like, all these, like, purple hues as, like, whatever energy core is blowing up, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And she exits the little escape pod ship, and she took five children with her back to Campion. Five human children who are all, you know, like, huddled around, scared mm-hmm. of shit. They're all praying to each other. Right. Which I'm sure will be an issue. And then we hear the narration. I'm not safe with her now. I know that. Maybe I never was. Whatever's in her was always there, and maybe there's something in me too. And that was the pilot too, raised by wolves. Uh, Marcus is still alive, and there's two other little landing parties that were also looking for the signal. So there's other oh, okay, there's okay. other adult uh, humans of that religious sect somewhere on the planet. Okay. Uh, what did you think of raised by wolves? At one point, mother howls like a wolf. Yeah, just once. <laughs> just once. And there's literally nothing else about wolves. I'm not saying it has to be like about a show about wolves, right. but I didn't understand. It's, it's a metaphor, came. Elizabeth. 
<laughs> I know. I I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't think I that you really wanted. did not like this show. Um, I thought it was painfully slow. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, it picked up at the end, but I wasn't interested at all in like this time lapse of. I just, I didn't, I just didn't like it, and I. I have no doubt, like, I think because it's on HBO, I was like, all right, I'm sure this is good. Mm -hmm. And that it's just not my taste. So I kind of feel like I don't doubt that the show's done very well. And like we were saying in that last scene, like, what they were going for is exactly what they got. Not the last scene, but like, you know, towards the end when when she's blowing people up. And I'm, you know, I'm sure they'll tell an interesting story and create a crazy world, but I have no interest in it. <laughs> it is, it is so far beyond anything that I care about. There's no, yeah. there's nothing drawing me in. And I know you guys would always make fun of me for saying this, but there's no, there is no warmth anywhere in this show. Like there's, uh. I can't find it yet. What about the mom's love for her child? I, I, it didn't, <laughs> that didn't surpass like the other shit, like how I think she's just a crazy, creepy, I was going to say person, but she's not a person. <laughs> she's, a, she's a crazy, creepy. Crazy, creepy. Yeah. The pacing didn't bother me, but I guess I see what you're saying about the early parts because the char- the only characters for the majority of this episode were two AIs who didn't offer much emotion. Right. And a bunch of kids who, like, you only meet briefly before they die. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I think the acting was, like, it's hard for me to tell because, like, the whole thing was, like, they were very robotic right. in the way they're talking. I, I thought that they were good. I, yeah, they were good. I thought the I just, AI were good, and I thought she was great as, like, this psychotic... I think it just... It's... Yes, she was. I think it all made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, it was a fucking eerie scene. Yeah. Just watching her just like blow through the ship, just like killing Mm -hmm. people at will as there's like blood all over her face, just like dripping down. But I mean, that's what they were going for. I thought they did it well. Yeah. I, I thought all that stuff, like there were some great visuals in the show. I mean, everything was so sci-fi, like heavy, heavy Mm sci-fi. But it was all really well done. I thought, you know, <laughs> if you don't like sci-fi, you'll, I'm sure you'll have a difference of opinion. I thought, like, the design of Mother when she turned into that fucking weird bronze thing was cool. Mm-hmm. If you're going for, like, a heavy sci-fi show. You know, Travis Fimmel is a really good actor. I mean, I, I know you didn't watch Vikings. I did for a while. Yeah. He was fantastic in it. So I'm sure he'll be good. You know, the, the kids were kids, whatever. Yeah. Um, we really only see the one. Yeah, they don't do much. So like they all the other much. acting, um, I'm sorry, not the acting, the, the the scenes all in the beginning, like the first like half of the show is almost no dialogue. It's just like quiet progression, seeing these babies born and then seeing them die. Yeah. And there's no... Yeah, kind of. Which, which is not a bad way to tell the story. I just didn't like, I just didn't have any interest in it. Yeah. You know? See, I, I think I saw somewhere that like a lot of the stuff in this show is like 
feels a little bit like a retread of some of Ridley Scott's other stuff. Oh, really? Like in Prometheus, there's an AI as one of the main characters. Okay. And like a lot of this kind of felt similar to that. I also have to say, I fucking hate this grainy sci-fi filter. Mm-hmm. The sepia filter that's over the entire show. But like blown out. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. It's so stupid. Why does <laughs> why does outer space need to look like that? Just right. make it a regular fucking uh it's so obnoxious yeah. to me. And it's and it's like that for the entire episode. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> you just got really heated there. That's like one of my pet peeves. I fucking hate that filter over every show. Yeah. Like every show that where it's like that filter the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's obnoxious. It's so lazy. Like you're trying to get this feel or like vibe across by putting this cheap ass. <sighs> Sorry. I know. I I agree. <laughs> I just like seeing you get all worked up. <laughs> I also some of the like religious sect versus the atheist thing felt a little. I don't know obvious or almost boring yeah i mean like it was just one episode we don't really find out that much about these characters yet yeah but like to me and to me just like i don't have any interest in it it wasn't interesting enough where you're kind of like ooh, what's going on there yeah i mean because this is something that would potentially intrigue me and i mean parts of the show did um Mm -hmm. i mean what's going to happen with this psychotic ai and now six children five of which are religious and were just basically kidnapped and had their entire species wiped out. Right. And her one child who's been raised by wolves on this planet for the last, whatever, 10 years. I mean, it's intriguing, but not enough for me. And like the world building stuff like started to feel cool. And then I was like, eh, is it, it just, nothing felt that unique about it. I feel right. like I've seen this stuff before. I, we've heard this origin before with like religion and non-religion fighting each other. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you were going to ask me next, if I would recommend it, I would say uh, if you really like sci-fi. <laughs> But other yeah, than that, yeah. no. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, give it a chance. It's a good show. Like, this is for, like, diehard sci-fi people. This is not, like, a Battlestar Galactica where it could be, you know, like, you're turning someone into a sci-fi lover. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say the same thing, but just to play devil's advocate, don't you think a lot of the show is going to focus on the human interactions between these kids? And probably... I don't know what's going to happen with the other humans there. There's... I would say some of it will. Yeah. But it's still going to be in that dumb filter. Ugh. It's still going to be in this like desert setting where there's just nothing. I Maybe this sounds stupid, but like I need something that is welcoming me into the show. And there wasn't anything here for that for me. We watch a lot of dark shows for you to say that. (laughs) I don't know how to articulate this, but there's just nothing cozy. I don't know. Like, (laughs) there's nothing. Cozy? I think I've said it before. There's just nothing that I can relate to. There's nothing there 
that reminds me of anything remotely that I know. And so I have a harder time getting into it. Sure, That's sure. All. I'm not saying that it's not going to be a good show. I just don't care to find out because it's not grabbing me. Yeah. Word up. So are you going to continue to watch this? I don't think so. If I had like nothing else going on in terms of like TV or any mm-hmm. of my hobbies right now. Wouldn't that be a dream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, you know what? I might give it another episode or two. I might give it a chance. But there's just too much, too many other shows I'm interested in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Boys season two just came out on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, you didn't, I you didn't finish I, watching I, that one. I didn't. One. No, I really enjoyed the first season, so I'm going to watch yeah. that at some point. We we have shows that we're trying to trying to watch. Lovecraft Country, uh, Umbrella Academy season two, which I don't think we've talked about on the podcast yet. Mm-mm, what are you haven't. What are you feeling on Umbrella Academy right now? Um, I I like it. I'm going with it. It's just fun. It's a good show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, like you get you get little bits of little bits of good action, little bits of good humor. There's a lot of timeline stuff, and like they kind of like hop to see like around in different episodes. You know, like mm-hmm. to tell like the story of like when this person landed in this timeline, so you're getting backstory every time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that it's set in a different time period. Of course, you do. I I do like that. <laughs> I I think it's like a really interesting event that they chose to focus on yeah it is like it's just kind of cool the music's always good i love the soundtrack to the show and i think the characters are like doing like some interesting stuff like you're getting a little bit more i still don't like diego i didn't like him last season either he doesn't bother me this season i think that luther is terrible. Yeah, Luther's done. I don't even like. I mean, yeah. just just awful. Yeah, um, agree. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, most of the other stuff. There are certainly other things I can criticize on the show. My biggest complaint is probably his acting, but whatever. Yeah, I can look past it because the rest of it is just so fun and intriguing, and mm-hmm. you know, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. What else are we? What else are we watching? Great British Baking Show just put up a new season on oh Netflix. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we started watching that with Billy, and he got really into it. And it helps that like the first, the first episode was cakes, and they had to do. Well, first they did. They all had to make like a fruit cake, <laughs> and he was really into that. Like because they show all the pictures and the designs, he thought that was cool. And I think, like there was another one they had to make their dream childhood birthday cake and a lot of them chose like fairies and uh like some kind of like fan like fantasy thing and so it was right in billy's wheelhouse where he's like (laughs) he and so he asked he's like can we watch the fruitcake show (laughs) (laughs) um it was so that was so cute and he was like oh yeah i like that that's a pretty one like he just got really into it so visually, like I was afraid he would think it was boring or something, but it's just like a nice visual treat. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Raised by Wolves is the first pleasant surprise of the fall, says this article that I just found on Google. What's the source? <laughs> the Ringer. It's like a well-known site. Yeah. Oh. Um, well, I don't know it. Anywho, do you think Raised by Wolves will get a second season on HBO Go Max now? 
Go <laughs> HBO Go Max now. Um, yes, I don't sure, know. Sure, sure. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, so, someone who knows me, let me know if you're watching this and tell me if I should watch it or not. Because I don't think that I should. Because I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be great. And I try not to watch shows that aren't great. But let me, let me know what you think. Okay. <laughs> Bill thinks very highly of his taste in television. Obviously, oh, everyone thinks the shows that they watch are great. No, Casey would often admit that he loves to watch shit TV. <laughs> yeah. But like, don't you? Don't you love to watch but, shit TV? But then, like also, you specifically. Um, I don't believe in like guilty pleasures. Like something can just be good. Or it could be bad and you could just enjoy it even though it's bad. Yeah, I do. I, yes. Okay. I do enjoy that. All right. I just wanted to get but that on But also record. the things that I think are good, of course I think they're good. Yeah. Do you think that Sunset Strip show is good? No. <laughs> I'm just asking. No. It's just like a reality show. <laughs> you're such a snob. No, you're such a snob. <laughs> what is it called? Selling Sunset? It's called Selling Sunset. Oh, oh my God. As soon as Elizabeth finds one of these reality shows, she will not stop watching it. I, I came into the kitchen the other day. She's got it playing on her phone. She goes upstairs. It's on the TV. <laughs> and it's like, here's the thing. Not only is it so clear that all of these people are just being fed lines, they're terrible actors too. I don't understand the appeal. <laughs> Sorry, we'll move on. You No, we don't need to move on yet because I need to say, like, you just love to shit on other people's stuff. You love to be like, oh, I don't like that stuff. Like, you're just so fucking highbrow about your TV shows. Like, Listen. Yeah. Sometimes I like to watch a reality show that doesn't make me think that much about anything. I have an inquisitive mind. And I'm just curious. It's a natural curiosity about what is the draw of these shows that don't appear to me, an outsider who doesn't watch them, to have any redeeming qualities whatsoever. Well, so I'm just just trying to gather some oh, intel. Oh, is that all you're doing? You're just trying to gather by, by putting me down with every single word in that oh sentence? God. Is that all you're trying to do? You're just That's trying it. to understand? I'm just, just picking your brain. Because you're so inquisitive. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know how to explain it. Some reality TV I cannot stand. Like, I can't watch The Bachelor. But, like... Just Lauren Lapkus's... Just Lauren Lapkus's Instagram, Instagram stories about it. But, like, there's just something fun about watching, like, completely created drama... Of like people like and and that you can almost like let yourself believe for a second that this stuff is real and get caught up in this drama. Mm. It's but it's but you know that it's not. Like it's funny, I saw this TikTok the other day. Someone sent me a TikTok the other day of like You could admit that you were just scrolling on TikTok for hours. I don't even have TikTok. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's gonna just send me a link. But <laughs> she it's like someone watching Selling Sunset and like <laughs> they're like the two like realtors are in the the house with like a client and she's like oh let me i just need to call my client he's in europe hold on like i guess he wanted to make an offer or something so she went to go call the client and like the person making the tiktok is like uh and she's like panning around her house and they're like in her house like on the show and the woman's like i never even met this woman like so like, I wonder, because some people do, like, scout, like, put their their houses up as, like, locations. 
Uh. And this show probably is just like, here's an empty, like, multi-million dollar house. Like, let's pretend uh. we're selling it. Like, I think it's like, to- it's, oh my like God. total bullshit. <laughs> Some of them might actually be realtors, but one of them didn't get her real, her, like, license until after the show had already started recording. <laughs> so it's like, it's this ridiculously stupid real estate agent agency with these like twin brothers who I cannot tell apart and the only people working for them or as it would appear are these like insanely hot women who probably went to LA to become models or actresses and then didn't and then started selling real estate or still aren't even doing that or aren't doing that they're just getting paid for their show and like they sit at these desks that have like no No paper on them. And sometimes, if you like, depending on the camera angle, you can see that their their computer is off. Like, it's just a black <laughs> screen. There's nothing on it. And that has happened more than once. It's so oh, stupid, but I really, really enjoy it. Sometimes you just want, like, a nothing show. All right. <laughs> Look, now, now that you asked me a question. <laughs> oh, boy, did I. All right. Any other You're thoughts on... <laughs> Any other thoughts on Raised by Wolves? No, it was stupid. I don't like it. Whoa. What if there was like some kind of real estate deals involved? What if Mother was trying to sell their stone hut to the <laughs> podcast? Podcast. You have to. Oh, okay. For our listeners, I'm just giving him the finger. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And please go on to Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to The Beats for providing our theme music. Thank you, Beats. Bye. Bye. Watch it down.